Hey guys, welcome to The Mom Voice. This is Lauren and Sarah with episode 130. Lauren, I have a bone to pick with the food industry in America, okay? Okay. Because there's major waste happening in every home in America. Oh. I just want you to, I want to understand, we recently had hot dogs for dinner, Mm -hmm. okay? Yeah. I happened to buy the Hebrew National brand, 100% beef, kosher, because I'm weird about hot dogs, right? Yeah, right. And they come in a six pack, right? Right. Then you go to the bun aisle and you get the smallest thing of buns and it's an eight pack. Right. I want to know why. Why they can't synchronize the six pack of weenies to a six pack of buns. There's always two rogue buns. What is that about? Well, sure. But I, I do you think the all beef pa- all beef hot dogs are like more expensive so they make them they smaller packages? No, I are s- like the cheaper dogs eight packs? No, I don't think they are. are I'm they dead not? serious. Oh, okay. that is weird. I'm dead serious. I feel like there is always an extra bun at play or two when I have this scenario in a barbecue situation. Mm-hmm. You all out there know what I'm talking about. Yeah. If you're paying attention, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that is weird because that's exactly what they're made for. So I'm why always, isn't it like, yes. I know it's consistent. two different companies, but it's straight annoying. I'm always throwing away extra buns, no matter what. No, hot dogs are funny. Yes. I just feel like I only go Kirkland, period. Costco hot dogs are the way to go. Are they? Oh, yes. I don't yes. know if I've ever done <gasps> Kirkland. You guys. Dun, dun, Sarah dun. has never done Costco hot dogs. Have you gotten one in their food? They're like, no. little. Oh, gosh, no. <gasps> I am not a hot dog person, first of all. Okay, Have you I, ever known no, what truth, they're made I'm of? I'm not either. Ugh. But a Costco hot dog is good. Is it? It is really good. And it's flavoring and like, you know, Costco like quality. Like Shake Shack good? Does Shake Shack have a hot dog? Yeah, they do. Oh, so I had it last night and it's really good. Really? No, you've got to get Costco oh, hot dogs. A it's the way accepted. to go. It's the way to go through the best deal and you, you can freeze the, it comes in a big three pack. Oh, they're just, no, I'll, I'll admit this. I'll just say, I'll put it out there, guys. When people have a barbecue and they have hot dogs, I'm just like, meow, right. like let down. Right. I just do it. It's, I know the burgers are more expensive. I know it's a lot to feed beef to like 30 people, 20 people. But the hot dogs, it's just like, eh. But if they get Costco hot dogs, I am not let down. Oh. I am like, okay, yes, Costco all the way. But when you get those Bar S and the Oscar Mayer and oh, they gosh. just taste like... I don't even know. I'm Robert? not ever putting that in my mouth. Yes, I can't. I, and I know we do it for the kids and it's cheap and it's the masses, but hot dogs. You guys, hot dogs. I'm a little bougie when it comes to the to the dog. I'm not even going to lie. Like it has to be a 100% beef. Okay, you've got to get Costco, okay, period. I'll don't try. even look back. Don't even look back. Forget the 100% beef, the little six pack. You're going to get a 12 pack <laughs> and three of them. She's pointing And you are going right to like now. it. You're going to like it. And it's good. And then they have such a good deal on their hot dog buns. They have the big sesame ones, maybe too bready, and then they have the smaller ones too. And what do you so, do with all those buns? Yeah, when you're, you, you know, freeze it? well, that's true. You're, that's true. There's Costco. a lot of buns, but no joke. They're like twelve pack of buns are like two fifty. So you can just like feel okay about okay. throwing one or two of those out. You Interesting. Know, you just can. They're oh so my cheap. Gosh. Well, I know. Sorry <laughs> about the food rant, but you know, well, we we came together on another food rant the other night, which had me laughing. Man, we just sound like a bunch. Of <laughs> but we we found a common um, love for. Yeah, we Cracker do. Barrel. Cracker Barrel. We're going from hot dogs to Cracker Barrel. Roll Who out are the we? walkers. <laughs> Who are we? 
<laughs> no, it's so funny because a brand new Cracker Barrel yeah. opened right by both of our houses, like right between us. It's yeah. like the fifth, it's the halfway point. It yeah. could be our meeting spot. <laughs> totally. And we took the kids there like three weeks, three, four weeks ago in the summer. And we, we actually, truth be told, George and I went on a date there. I hadn't been to a Cracker Barrel in like 15 years, but it's All a brand right. new one. Yeah. And we went there and I, we was like, let's check it out. There's We're, nothing sexier than getting all loaded up. Oh, I'm loaded up goodness. on a, a baked potatoes and uh, your okra. No. And so we laughed and we actually had a really good meal. And I was like, we've got to bring the kids here. Like, it's like a good price and good home cooked meal. And I have a lot of things to say about this because also okay, their I'm boutique. Just, I'm just going to sit back. I know. Just, their boutique. Okay, their boutique. Mm-hmm. I love their boutique. I don't think anybody ever has called it a boutique. What do we call it? A country store. A country store. Hello. Their country store. You're such a city girl. Oh my gosh. Their country store is to die for. And I mean, what I mean is they just have, it's a very curated, very unique um, stuff. Like their toys are really cute. Like things you just don't see at all the toy stores and old school toys that you haven't seen forever are really cute. Like they had these rubber band guns, like wooden carved rubber band guns. You shoot the rubber bands, which... My kids love those. They're like prairie toys. Yeah, where do you even find those? And you found it at Cracker Barrel. (laughs) And then you could go over and they have like, they had like this cool like football section and they had this Father's Day section this summer. And then I was just there this week. If only we were getting paid to say this. I know. And they had the cutest (laughs) Halloween section. Okay, I know it's August. It's weird. But they had Halloween stuff and they had very unique Halloween stuff. I bought some Halloween earrings. Did you? I am an old lady. Did you see my skeletons? I saw Weren't them. those fun? I just had to. They They're were like cute. so cool. So I, and then what I also loved about the store is like you can get like unique root beers and um, uh, what bottled, bottled yes. sodas. Yeah. Fun little thing for the kids. Yeah. And, but anyways, we took our kids there. We've gone like two, I think three times this summer now. How many occurred in the last 10 days? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I did go with my family and then I did go with my mom. I know. And then I told Sarah laughing and she's like, I love Cracker Barrel. Who I really knew? do. I yeah. love it. I grew again. I'm a Texas girl. I mean, it was like a staple, you know, the country store. My mom was always known for like getting a handful of like little Christmas gifts there, you know, because again, they're so unique and everything. Yeah, and it's like unique stuff. It's adorable. Oh, so it is. I and love like it. even some cute like clothing items yeah. or candles or just things like, yeah. I, it's just a unique place to find it stuff. It is fun. And, so and they have all the been. old candy too, mm-hmm. which is kind of fun. The unique old candy. So even if you like want to take your kid out for a treat, it's like kind of a fun little spot to check out. Oh my gosh. I have a fly buzzing around me right now. Can we just... Talk. Oh, I just did you it. get it? I just killed it. Did you wow. really get it? Just by smacking it like yep. that. Just got it. Yeah, there's a thing going on with the flies here in town. Oh We've talked about that me. too. We have to assume it's from the rain. Are you right? guys getting a bunch of flies where you are? Just maybe bugs. it's seasonal. I don't know right now. Bugs. But there are flies. And Period. it's, it's, it's bugging. Annoying. It is bugging. <laughs> the bugs are bugging. <laughs> Literally okay. bugging. All right. Well, let's dive into the content today. We have kind of a Will's Off episode. But I'm so excited about it. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about just funny, like, way, well, funny and serious. Yeah. I mean, things to do in certain um, emergencies. Emergency situations. Emer- yeah. Lots of crisis situations. And you think you would know what to do in that moment, but do you really? But do you? I mean, when the adrenaline's pumping and, I mean, yeah. Let me just say this. I listen to a whole lot of true crime, you guys. 
Don't be alarmed if some of it sounds a little bit morbid. But you know what? I'm going to give you some real life advice here. If you ever happen to come upon crazy scenarios, I've done the homework for you. So here you go. Yeah. And even the little things that might seem, yeah. you know, general and maybe just hasn't happened to you, but probably will, what yeah. to do? And I have know. you thought twice about it? Or have you thought ahead? Or just maybe something you'll remember in that moment? Absolutely. Okay, you're going to drive this one. Kick us okay. off. Yeah. Okay, first one, because this happened to me just recently, and this is not like crazy or wild, but what to do when you get a flat tire. Okay, mm. flat tire. It's probably already happened to you, and if not, if, when, you will get a flat tire. Right. So, I mean, obviously, ideally, you've learned how to change out a flat tire. I haven't. I'll be truthful. George has shown me more than once. But truth be told, I just don't know if I can do it. No. I just don't know if I could do it in that moment by myself on the side of a road. I, I, you I think know. you can put a jack on? I know the jack and oh, wow. pumping it up and roll, and knowing that I've like bolted it right, that it's going to drive right. It just, it is intimidating. It I'm really impressed. is. I mean, props to my husband. He can do it in 15 minutes flat. And he did the other day on the side of the freeway. And what I wanted to say first and foremost about it, George has always told me, okay, let's just say you're going fast, highway, freeway, and all of a sudden you have a blowout. That's mm -hmm. the scariest situation. Absolutely. Always hold your wheel as tight as possible. Do not let it overcorrect or spin out of control. So the minute you feel a pop or something radically happening, grab that wheel so tight, 10 and 2, and then slow down as it ease off of the brake and try to get to the side of the road. White knuckle it. White knuckle it. Yep. Keep that thing straight as you just grab it and you just hold, even if you don't know what's going on. Like you don't, you don't even really realize it. Luckily though, cars today tell you. It had told us right off the bat in our sensor, front tire, blah, blah, blah. So, but if you're driving something older than the last five or 10 years, it's not going to tell you. Mm -hmm. So, but number one thing too, even if you grind that thing to the rim, do not pull over on the side of the freeway. What are those? What's the that shoulder. ramp? What's that? The shoulder. the shoulder. The shoulder. Thank you. The shoulder. Dare I say, even like a busy road. Yeah. Like get in a, a busy parking road. lot. Get to a parking get lot. Get else. to a, a yeah. neighborhood street. Get to the off ramp and yeah. and go pull over to the right. That is like seriously one of the biggest causes of death on on the highway or yeah, on the on the is. freeway. People changing out their tired and just getting nailed by somebody. And it's yeah. like tragic because it's super avoidable. So even because it's like, oh my gosh, I have a flat tire. I mean, even if you're grinding your rim, you can replace the rim, but you cannot replace your life. Like right. if you get hit and people, even if people are just looking at their phone, it doesn't have to be some freak drunk driver. Oh, it could Someone's, be a mom correcting her yeah, child. Over, yeah, over, it could be anything. back and turns, you're just hanging off that right. shoulder enough that it's just such a danger zone. Don't like, ever do don't it. Don't ever, ever do it. Luckily, when we are, flat we got a flat tire just like two weeks ago and we were coming on um like a kind of an overpass to the next freeway and so it had blown like on the thing and so George did that and he pulled over to the shoulder and luckily there was like a very wide like median like of gravel but it was I mean not a median it wasn't between but he pulled into the gravel like 50 feet away and was able to be very far yeah. off the freeway but otherwise he would have kept going and gone off the off-ramp which would have like and actually we couldn't repair the tire it was totally gone because we had gone so far but the tire guy also said to me because I, I he had clearly seen that we had driven very far in it he had said that a cop had pulled over one time when he had gone to repair his daughter's car like uh. off a freeway and a cop had pulled over and said do you need any help and he said hey is um he what was his words it was like 
is your life as worth as much as that tire? And he's like, he's like, never pull over and do this on the freeway. You know, you can replace the tire, you can replace the rim, right. get off the freeway and do this. Yeah. So, I mean, any cop would advise it. And hopefully, you know, any, you know, anybody would advise you to always just get off the freeway. And again, even if it's a, not a freeway, but like a highway or, or yeah, a busy just like road a or a country road, road. Yes. any road these days with texting and the distractions in the car, do not hang out on the shoulder. Yes. Like it's just too people scary. veer off. There's 18 wheelers. Like there's too many other crazy things that you just can't predict. Yeah. Get into a parking lot, get into a gravel. Perfect tip. And dare I say, if you're in an accident, kind of the same oh, thing. Oh, same thing. Like, and when I got in an accident and someone had sideswiped me, yeah. I did not feel comfortable sitting on the side. No. I feel like a sitting duck, it to is. be honest. Yeah. You just sit there. And I was like, can you follow me off the off ramp? Like, I, I don't want to sit here talking to you with my kids in that car. Like, I don't. Yeah. Because it's like that. Oh, just. I got in a really bad wreck when I was first pregnant with Kate on the freeway. And I straight up, my dad always beat this into me too. Mm -hmm. Like early, early, early. Not beat me. You know what I mean? Um, but I pulled all the way into a gas station. Yeah. Like, I mean, and I had like totaled my car. It was like, just like metal grinding. Oh my gosh. And I was like just, so right. shook up. But I knew I needed to get into like a parking lot essentially of totally some sort. so that's perfect I love that one well and even more so beyond just the the, the minutes of the, the flat tire if you can't change a flat tire what do you do there's a lot of uh, um you know roadside assistance programs and so if you feel comfortable maybe you know enrolling something like that like a triple a you know your your cars nowadays do have OnStar there are those systems so be aware of something like that to line it up turn on your hazard lights hopefully you can call for help if otherwise maybe for your husband or father or somebody to come and help you or learn how to do it i mean mm -hmm. again it's it's kind of intimidating. Women can do it. We are just as capable. So maybe take a night with your husband, YouTube it or YouTube it yourself and figure out how, how to, do, to it. do it. Yeah. But those are just some reminders, something to think about because it will happen. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right, Sarah, what's one that you've thought of? <laughs> okay. Again, this is really, really random, but an emergency situation that in all likelihood, maybe we will all come across at some point in our life is what to do if you find a dead body. Oh my goodness. I know. Oh, I know. In that moment, that is just a scary thought, but yeah. Okay. But it could, yeah. I mean, all of you are like laughing, like, oh my gosh, like I'm never going to come across a serial killer's body. It could be that or a loved one, right? right? A dangerous, or if you're like in the woods, someone got hurt or, you know, something kind of flukish right but, um i would be curious if you're listening and you have found a dead body yes. I, you guys have to write in and tell yes. us i'd be really curious like my biggest fear about like snorkeling or scuba diving or like even swimming in lakes or something no. is like is you come across like a corpse really yes it just, you it's thought about that? water like you know what i mean like people throw dead bodies in water what if you were like just swimming at the river and all of a sudden you're like what is that oh oh my gosh <laughs> i would freak out i know no but let me give you some some quick tips so a couple of situations right if you ever come across someone and you're not sure if they're dead right obviously you need to do a quick check and ensure your own safety make sure like no one's in the house. Like, look around so you. So true. Like, I mean, in all those scary movies, right. when they come across someone that looks freshly dead, there's blood. Right. Make sure the, like, the area, the yeah. property is safe. Exactly. So, like, 
before you like instinctively go to care for that person, do a quick mental check of like your surroundings. Make sure you are safe, especially if you come across a vehicle accident and somebody is laying in the road. Like make sure the, I mean, you don't want to go step into that situation. And then again, a distracted driver or something like that. Okay. If the person is you're not sure if they're deceased yet, do check, like touch them, do check. If they are in the middle of the road, like don't necessarily move the body though. They say like that could do more injury if you do try and move them to another location. Instead, get on the phone right away, call 911, do a check if you know how. Do you know how to do that of their um, pulse? Yeah. Yeah, I could check I their pulse. I always tr- struggle. I feel like on it's, the wrist right. more. It's tricky to find yes. sometimes, but yeah, for Yeah, sure. so check the pulse. And then when you call 911, be as controlled as you can. I know, right. <laughs> and give them like, you know, try not to freak out. Say, um, you know, I'm a, a sh- let's give a scenario. Give me a scenario. Are we calling for a family member or are we calling for like a vehicle accident? What do you think? Um, if you are at a vehicle, yeah, let's do a vehicle accident. Okay. So like a vehicle accident, you come across somebody, you need to call 911. You need to tell them where you're located. You do give your name, like what you're seeing. You did find a pulse or you did not find a pulse. Please send, you know, help immediately. Like you will stay with the person until they get here. And then that's what they said, especially in those scenarios, you need to be as helpful as you can. Because at that point, you're a witness. You are a witness. And yeah. so you, when, the, when the help does get there, obviously step back and don't just take off. I mean, you know, try and be cooperative. And I know it is probably super, um, you'll be shook up, but try and give an account because that will really help the family involved, mm-hmm. you know, have some answers and things like that. Um, but the main thing when coming across a vehicle accident or anything like in a public situation, always just make sure you're safe first. Like, don't just abandon your car with your children in the car. Like, you know, whatever. Like, be smart about it. And so true. Call for help, even if you check upon the person and then you want to get back in your car to make the phone call where you're secured or whatever. Like, do that. But make sure you're safe and you're taken care of. Well, and it's easy to panic in that situation. Yes, or, of or freeze up. Like, you're either going to be like overly like oh my gosh, emotional, like panic, yeah. or you're going to freeze up. What do I do? Like he, he's bleeding out of his ears. Like, what do I do? Or, I mean, you have the other end of like, heaven forbid, you're like jogging in the desert or in the forest and you come across like remains, like something that's been there for I a week know. or two. And, and that's almost like alarming. Do you think if you call it in, like, how do you not be cut? Like, I know you're a witness and you're the one reporting it, but like, how do you not get to be on their radar? Like, right. I would almost like be nervous be to scared. report it because it's like, what if they think I'm a part of this? What if I am associated to this? What if my fingerprints are right. somewhere? So I think that is the sticky part, right? If you ever were to come across like a dead body. Freaky. It's yeah. scary. Right. And we could go down a whole episode of this. But I mean, they are saying, I mean... As long as you're doing that, you're not manipulating the body. You're not like doing anything like that. If you're checking the pulse, because that could easily come back at you. Why did you not do that? Right. A normal person maybe, would do that. Maybe right? more. Yeah, sure. So like, obviously check the vital signs. Call 911 right away. Do not move them. Don't try to like, if you are a medical professional, sure. And you think they're breathing, like I would say go for it. Yes. But like things that, you know, if me, I have no idea what I'm doing. I would you know, probably. But so anyway, let me not go down a rabbit hole here. They say, 
after you have made the phone call with 911, they might in all likelihood keep you on the phone until help gets there. But survey the scene. They, the, the tips say, take, take a minute and like look around. Do you see an asthma inhaler lit dropped on the floor? Do you see like an open bottle of medicine or, you know, if you suspect suicide or like take a minute and like survey what you see, right? Yes. Because you're going to be interviewed and these things will be helpful when they say, okay, well, how did you find the person? You can say in all clarity, if you take a minute and mindfully see what you see, right? You're detective Yeah, here. we're not being a detective, <laughs> but like, again, if it's something like where a family really needs answers, you know, and I mean, I don't know. So just take a minute and like survey the scene again, and then make sure the paramedics arrive. And then just like, again, with the vehicle thing, be cooperative. Yes. Yes. Love um, that. Oh my gosh. You guys seriously let us know if you've ever come on like a bizarre situation of a dead body. I know. My brother-in-law, well, my, my, yeah, my whole, his whole family, they came up to a motorcycle accident on oh. the highway, which is so tragic because you know, uh. motorcyclists are just not going to make it 99% of the time. And he is a doctor. So he got out and he like went to the body and tried to, and he was already gone, but oh it was just gosh. like, he was there and they called it in. And I was just like, I think I would just freeze up. Like I, I would want to, ha- I don't know. But then also the adrenaline, if I saw something, I, you would want one other time I can think of we were in a really crazy rainstorm yes. and I was following a car and I watched a car spin off the road and roll away like roll off into the the desert and I was like oh yes. my gosh and I felt like okay I need to go over and check and see if they need help but luckily two or three other cars did it first and I just like kind of let them do it like I, I was with my kids like I didn't know what they would see I don't know what I could do to help thankfully other people like jumped in and helped they were it was just it was crazy it was so I crazy I, I mean know. and thankfully I I don't I don't know I don't yeah. know if they they were hurt or not I was just there it's there's a lot of crazy things out I there know. so that's but a good key idea takeaways are as soon as you see something call 911 yes. do not wait don't hesitate like don't try to play doctor any of that like right. get on the phone yes because i okay all my true crime podcasts listening that has come up so much when there's like a 15 minute lag from like you know of like what was happening there why would somebody wait why were they adjusting things uh, oh my gosh i could go so deep into this let's go to another okay one. We'll, no that's we'll go good. on a we'll, we'll have, have another good. episode about all the crazy crap i've listened to lately no i go know ahead. i know she's listened to a lot of good ones and that could very likely happen all right well next was it's kind of a silly one but kind of what do you do when maybe you forget your wallet or your money? And I know like in most situations, you're with your friends and you have Venmo or your husband has cash or whatever. But like- This happens to you a handful of times. Oh my gosh, (laughs) girls. I, I, oh my word. I have left my debit card or my card somewhere or another way too many times. Hashtag mom brain. Yes, mom brain. But recently I had totally like left my whole purse. I thought it was in the car and it wasn't. And I left my whole purse and I'd driven kind of- 30 minutes away to pick something up. I was talking to you when this yes. happened. Yes, and I I pulled in and realized, oh my gosh, I forgot my whole purse. It's not here. So then I, I kind of didn't want to waste my afternoon and just go home and have to come back. Man, like two-hour road trip. Right. No, so anyways, I, I you may know this. It might, you may not, but there... It, it's easy to do if you go to your bank and if you have their app, I'm a Wells Fargo bank member and I asked the guy, I was like, is there anything I can do? Like, can I get in 
money out of the ATM. I don't have an ID. I don't have a card. I don't have anything, but I really don't want to have to drive home to get it all. Right. And so he was actually really helpful. And through the app and through um, like just setting up this thing and he pulls it. He, he if I went to the teller and he just helped me move the thing along. I'm trying to remember oh all gosh, the things he asked me. He just asked me for like my address. And then I, but because of the app, I was able to withdraw money and I didn't, again, I didn't have anything and he was super helpful. And so I was just going to suggest if you ever, ever without money, I mean, of course it's nice if you can set up Apple pay. That's what I was going to say. And if, you, if you have Apple pay, if you have like a payment service Some, on your phone, I think like Venmo that. does it now. Do they? Zelle does like, yeah, you can pay for stuff now. Okay. Um, like at but, stores. But, but do most stores take that? Do, I, do I stores take Venmo? Like I mean, I have done Apple Pay quite a bit. And Apple actually. Pay, I feel like, is kind of becoming a standard. Yeah. Yes. So Apple Pay is huge. And, and I'm actually hesitant. new to Apple Pay. Like, I didn't do that for years. Yeah, I, I was super hesitant. I'm yeah. like, they're not going to have my credit card data. I'm not connecting my yes. bank account. I was like, too big brother. I don't know. I finally converted, and I kind of well, love I it. I know. <laughs> yeah, and people just, you know, put their phone on, and it's like, done, done. Saved my butt it's, a handful of yes. times. Yes, and again, right, if you're not prepared, it's super handy to yeah. have and then if if you don't have an apple phone or an iphone um or aren't comfortable with that using your bank app or going to the bank um it, because i was right by an actual bank so i was able to run in and they were able to withdraw money and it was fine that's I a just, good tip i yeah i just didn't i didn't know that i've never had to do that before and so it was helpful so just keep that in mind did you have to have your driver's license no i didn't oh, have it i didn't, didn't have anything didn't have i literally it, had right. my keys in my phone yes. and i thought my purse was in the car and i reached down to go get it and i had taken it in so i had nothing on me so i was like i don't even have an id and i had other information that i could verify that he could could, and then he could like through the app, I, whatever it was. It oh my was gosh. Fine. Okay. That's so, really, really helpful yeah, because I, I don't think I ever would have Or thought. heaven forbid you're on vacation mm. or you're like somewhere else and your wallet's just not there. Or maybe you've lost your wallet. At least you can access cash that way. So download your bank app, kind of feel it out. You could even go and prep and do that prior, but at least, you know, that's an option if you need cash or money and you have nothing. Well, I am funny. I tend to kind of hoard cash away in places. That's so good. Wait, I let me clarify. That sounds really weird if you don't know me. I don't have it like in the baseboards and like hidden out in the mattress. But yeah, I have some here and there, like in For random sure. places. It's ingrained in me from my mother. She would always tell me, never leave the house without $20. Yeah. I mean, it was like when I was a teenager, but like you just never know when you need to call a taxi or you need you need an out. You have twenty dollars. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It's so funny. I we think, don't even deal with cash no, anymore. And but. it's it's so funny. I have never been one to do cash, but I do totally agree. Oh, it's like if in you, my genetics. If you I don't can know. have it on hand, it's gonna save you in a lot of little stupid things. But or even if you just get to the drive through and your wallet's not in your purse, you at least have the twenty bucks there to be like, Okay, let me finish exactly. out here. Oh, it's not awkward and my kids can eat, you know? Exactly. So it's silly, but totally. Okay. All right. What do you have? Okay. My next one, again, kind of weird. If you're ever arrested. Oh my gosh. Okay. I, see, I would not have a clue what to do. Okay. Maybe it's not you, but maybe it's your teenage son or your adult son yeah. or something. I think it's fair just to talk about. Well, know? absolutely. Because again, you see it on the TV and you think you would like know how to respond. I'm getting a lawyer. I know. But I, know. I just don't know. <laughs> or are you just so thrown off and you as a woman and, you know, just going about your day, you want to answer and get out of there. And right. like, no, I like you have no, 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 no. This is a misunderstanding. And, and I'm not saying like you're guilty. I'm saying like for whatever reason, I oh, don't even sure. know. Or your child or whatever. Somebody gets arrested. 
or you're brought in for some reason. Maybe you're not arrested. Maybe you're brought in for questioning or something like that. 100%, I will say to you, and I'm sorry if your husband's a police officer, but I'm just going to say this. Don't talk. Get an attorney. I don't care if you're under suspicion, if they're charging you, or if they're charging somebody you don't even know. I would not speak a word at a police station without consulting with an attorney first. I just wouldn't. Wow. Like, I just feel like, I don't know. I've, I, again, I'm so deep into like true crime, you guys. I don't know. I well, just we've wouldn't. talked about, we were just talking last night about people wrongfully convicted. And not that it's like, I mean, anyone's intention, but that happens and people are in the wrong place at the wrong time or things happen. So heaven forbid, like you say something that's something. It's misconstrued. And it's right. And you're scared and you're crying. Why is she so overly emotional? Why do you, you just, I mean, how do you even react in that situation? Guilty or not? Like yeah. you just, it's a scary situation. Right. So I can understand covering or your, your children bases. or your children. Oh, yeah. Like, I guess I'm looking at this as a parent, like I would never want my child even, okay, of course you're underage child. They, I, I get livid anytime I even hear about them talking to a child without an attorney in that situation. But think about your 18, 19 year old who may have been with a group of friends and somebody did something stupid and like, whatever. These are the little decisions that could legit wreck somebody's life. Sure. Like, so I would advise my child like, sure, you be respectful. You sit down. You don't give them lip. You don't, you literally say, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. You be respectful of the authorities, but you call me right away and right. I will have an attorney there within that hour, like yes. sitting and advising you. So what this means is you advise your children to invoke their rights. Mm -hmm. Like, so if you're sitting Again, you don't even have to be arrested. If you are sitting in an interview room or you're being questioned by a police officer or a DA or an attorney or somebody, again, even if it's an attorney, like you need to have mm -hmm. counsel yourself mm -hmm. because as much as you know your child and you know yourself and your intentions and everything and your heart, they don't and they don't care. Sure. So it's like, you need an advocate and you don't understand that world. Like you might think you've watched all the law and orders, but it's fake. Like you don't know the legal system. It's worth having someone there just to advise you and walk you through what it. What kind of lawyer do you need? Like if you're calling for a lawyer or finding a lawyer, what, what am I looking for? Well, it, it depends, right? I would say like if it's or a does criminal it? What matter, if you don't know why they've been arrested? You just need someone to go there. I would call any attorney in that case. So like if you've been brought in, okay, let's walk through a few scenarios. If it's like you and you've literally been brought in, like you have no clue what's going on. Right. For all you know, your husband's done right. some fraudulent exactly. like thing and you're just, exactly. you've been blindsided. I would be calling like a friend who's an attorney or somebody, anybody who has anybody a law that's license. a law license can help. Yes, you in that situation. they would advise you. OK, they would say just be quiet until I can figure out what's going on. OK, or be quiet until you call this person. Right. I would call a legal counsel. I don't care if they're a patent attorney. They went to law school. Yeah, they know the law system. Right. Yeah. They have a, they might have a different specialty, but they know a lot more than, you know. So I would make a phone call and say, like, I'm in this situation. Like, yeah. what do I do? And they're going to either say, 
something and advise you, or you need to call this guy. If it's a criminal matter, 100% a defense attorney, right? That's what they specialize in. They specialize in defense and like, you know, all of that. And so if your child or right, your husband, anything like that, if you're ever brought in and straight up arrested, you need a defense attorney. Okay. Okay. If you don't have the money, a public offender or a public offender, a public defender will be assigned to you. Mm -hmm. But I think that takes time. And you need to, again, know your rights and know that you don't have to say a word until that public defender shows up and is sitting next to you. Wow. Okay. Okay. Good. So when you are arrested, they'll read you your Miranda rights. Yes. And say this to your child as well. You will be advised of your rights at some point. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be right away. So even if it's casual conversation and they're trying to get like casual things out of you, I wouldn't be talking at that point. Okay. I would be like, you know what? I'm just going to, I need to talk with my husband or something. I need to make a, I need to make a phone call first. Okay. That's all I would say. Be nice, be respectful. Do not be rude, anything like that, but know your rights and know that you don't have to talk. That's the main rule. I just saw something on Instagram the other day that the Miranda rights, like it came from a case here in Arizona. Really? Yeah. I need to like do That's my homework on fact. that. Yeah. That, that, you know how it's always like, yes. da, 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 versus, you know, Arizona. And it was, yeah. However, the Miranda rights came about, it came about here yeah. in Arizona. No, that's so super like interesting. That, but that's interesting. So, I mean, okay. I could go deep in this. And if you are interested in it or if you, you know, whatever, go read about it, but just kind of educate yourself. And I would say, like, if you're a mom listening to this podcast, it's a rare occasion, but just know, like, it's not your job to explain anything away, to, like, make the police feel comfortable in that situation. Right. You don't need to be over accommodating or overly talkative. And this would be my problem. Right. I'm a nervous talker. So, like, I get nervous and I can't shut up. So, mm-hmm. like, I would have to be like, put it, put a lid on it, Sarah. Come on. I know. Right. So, anyway. No, that's good. Because, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, again, half the times you hear of, like, these freak things that happen to normal families is you have no idea it's happening. Like it's usually a husband or a wife into trouble or even a a child maybe involved in drugs and they don't, they're not aware of that. So then they're totally blindsided and you just don't know what to do in that emergency. And the world is just so confusing now. Right. And dare I even say going off the vehicle accident thing, if you're ever brought in as a witness on somebody suing somebody, they're suing Chevrolet and you're brought to testify in a case or whatever. Get some counsel on it. You know what Just I'm saying? Just make sure you know. Just make sure you know what you're getting into. Yeah. That you're you're protected. Look out for you sure. is what I'm saying. Yeah. And don't ever assume in any situation, be it a car accident or whatever, don't ever assume that people have your best interest at heart. Right. I hate to say it so bluntly, but like it might be worth a one hour consult with an attorney at $150 or something. You know okay. what I'm saying? Good point. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Okay. Um, Okay. On to the next. I know this probably um, sounds almost silly, but what do you do when your toddler or infant even are choking? (gasps) I've never had this happen. So I don't even know. know. Well, I just feel like the minute they start solid food, it's so like stressful. I am like heightened, like, okay, I have to watch them and they're crawling and they're finding things in the carpet or they're like munching on the pizza crust. And I'm just waiting for the gag. Did you tell me a story early in our motherhood of a child dying on an apple? Yeah. 
You I did, read that. Right? I read that from a blog. Lauren a grief, has scared me straight oh my gosh. a few times. No, well, that was a grieve, um, like a grief blog because her little one had died, aspirating the mm. tiniest piece of an apple. Mm. She was upset and crying. She gave her a snack, you know, just, and she aspirated you know, the tiniest piece and it goes down just the wrong, oh right? Isn't that right? It goes down the wrong tube. And you, there, yeah, it, it was the saddest story. <sighs> they pulled her out of the car. They, they were at church. It was next to a fire department. They <gasps> ran to the fire department carrying her and it was like just too late. <sighs> it was so, so sad. Tell me what and to when, do then. Oh. And when you're aspirating something, I don't know if like, because it goes down, from what I understand, goes through the wrong tube. Mm. And it was like the tiniest piece. Like, it shouldn't have, like, done. It, you, you don't, like, block the airwave with this tiny piece of oh apple. But I think when you aspirate, it goes into a different canal that just nothing can be in there or you can't breathe right. Is that so, the quarter scenario? What's Why, that? When Caleb swallowed the quarter, there was, like, a concern it went down the wrong tube. I mean, that, Caleb, if you guys remember, last summer we had a really big scare that Caleb swallowed a quarter. The quarter for me is that's the size of your tube, right? Like if it would have launched, lodged just straight down, it's blocking everything. And can you get that out? That's a piece of metal. Like it's not a cracker. It's a piece of metal. Like that is so terrifying. Luckily, it probably fell sideways, like, you know, up and down. So it went down and he ended up swallowing it. If you guys recall. Yeah. We we need to put the stories up again. We do. We need to probably reshare that. It was, and heaven, the worst thing, I wasn't home. It was with a babysitter and God bless her. And thank goodness things were okay. But yeah, that was pretty terrifying. Well, really quickly, while we're talking about things that can choke kids, I remember someone telling me that the thing, the plastic piece that comes on the bag of bread, you know what yes, I'm talking about? Yes. That that's like one of the most common, common things that kids choke and that die little, on. That little like square disc that you know like, what ties we're talking it about. It yes. has a little split. They were saying, always throw it away. And that's Get rid so of it. freaky. Yeah. And w- right with that, I think of um, water bottle caps. Mm-hmm. Just when you have like a disposable water Legos. bottle. Those little caps. Yeah. There's just so many little things. So many little death And when traps. they're at that little age and they're putting everything in their mouth and you're just exhausted, it's a draining thing. So and hard. they're starting to eat solid foods. And that's where I just get really, you know, I'm chopping it up. George, my husband, always chop everything up so small. And I'm like, they don't even get to taste it when it's like a speck on their tongue. But we were just always so nervous about that. So when this is specifically geared towards like a toddler or infant, you know, obviously um, when they get older and they're, we're talking a child, you're going to move into like the Heimlich. I want you to go YouTube that and it's pretty general and basic. But for a toddler, what you're going to do is you're going to flip them over your lap, head down towards the ground, almost at like a what are we 45 degree angle here head towards the ground like probably put your hand on their chest and you're going to pound (gasps) on the back of their ribs three times like is okay this is how silly i am with anatomy is that mid back yeah i i would say yeah like lower ribs mid back i mean you and so this technique usually lodges it forward and either makes them throw up Mm. or just pushes it out pushes it forward because i mean you think of a baby they're little Mm. i mean they're you know an 18 month old like who's starting to eat solids or whatever or real food table food after you hit five hard times in the back of the ribs flip them over and then take two fingers under the sternum and press five times almost like the cpr motion you know and um and keep doing it Mm. if the baby comes 
becomes unresponsive, you need to turn to CPR. Obviously, you have called for help by now. Oh, you have? Um, yes. Okay, yes. You call have. for help immediately if you can or have a child oh. do that or a, a mom or Before a dad. you start that process? No, you start okay. immediately. Got it. But you start immediately. But if a child or a husband or someone or a spouse, somebody can call for help, immediately call 911. But um, that's what you do. Lean them over, 45 degree angle, five hard pounds in the lower ribs, and you flip them over. And I'm going to suggest you go watch Shannon Tripp. We love her. She has some really good medical tips for all, you know, children and families, but she has a great reel. Maybe we'll repost it, but it just shows you up firsthand in person what you need to do. Spell out her handle really um, quickly. It's Shan, S-H-A-N, Tripp, T-R-I-P-P. P-P, yes. Um, and so also the other thing that's kind of funny and you're like prone to do is like to stick your finger down there. I was just about to say And you say want that. to like hook My it and bring it reaction. in. That is your first reaction. I'm going to pull it out. Oh, I'm going to get it. But half the time, most of the time, it just lodges it further. Mm. So it's really not suggested to do that at all. I did that once. The only really true scare I had is my a son was chewing on, and I've shared it before, but um, fruit snacks. Mm -hmm. And I did that. I, I, he was like kind of, and, and if they're coughing and kind of doing the gag thing, but if they're coughing and getting air, usually you kind of try to let them work it out themselves first. Oh, that's but, good to know. Yeah. Okay. If they're getting, they're coughing, they're getting air, but then you can kind of tell when they're not getting air, when they turn blue and it turns, you know, very quickly, but Okay, because I I like to jump in there right away. Any sort of gag, I'm like, ah, 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 they're dying, they're choking, they're going to choke. But half the times they kind of just like cough and then they kind of bring it up and rechew it and swallow it again. Most toddlers and infants do that. So it, I mean, just kind of watch him for a second. But if you see distress or like anything, you just jump in if you feel like you need to. But yes, anyways, when he was in the fruit snack, I put my finger down there and. The only thing that worked out for me in that is that I gagged him and yeah. he threw up. I was about to say, and you so, could very easily gag them. Yes, probably and that. I gagged him really and he threw up and it just came up. And I, I just, I was a really scary situation. It was, he was, it was 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. He was like one. And, um, but I, I didn't do the right thing. Interesting. So, you know, it, so, they but don't that want shows you to do that. How easy it is to just instinct, like go in there. Yeah, it is. So it's good That's to be your first, like it is, it's just natural to think I'm going to pull it out. But most of the time, you cannot do that. Before we wrap the episode up, one of just popped in my head that I have to talk about is poisoning at home. Okay. If you suspect your child or anybody really has ingested poison, and some symptoms of this is like very common GI problems like vomiting or you're seeing discoloration or rashes on their skin or like they're swelling. People are confused. They're having a seizure, anything like that. Or they have crazy abdominal pain, right? And obviously surveying the scene, you come across a bottle or you're, you know, whatever. Terrifying. Number one, get on the phone and call 911 yeah. or poison control, right? Poison control, right. There is poison control 24-7 every single day. You can call the National Poison Control Center for advice. So you would just Google that really quick. Again, people are there 24-7 to advise you on what to do or just call 911. Mm -hmm. Like right. if it's serious enough, if somebody's not breathing or their head is double the size or like something, call 911, totally. get them to a hospital. But Mainly they're saying, if you do suspect that, like timing is critical because poison, by the time the symptoms show up, it's already starting to really do damage inside. 
So you need to get them help like ASAP to get the anecdote because there are things that the hospitals have to counteract the poison and then they can flush them out and give them IVs and like get right. But timing is critical. So don't like spend a lot of time second guessing yourself. If you're like putting the clues together that like, oh, crap. I see something and like, you know, whatever. And then obviously just try and prevent these things where you can, because these are another one that are so highly preventable. So, you know, use the child locks, put the dish soap um, higher up, put the laundry soap higher up, because now those things are like tablets. Oh, totally. You know, they look like like Like, little, yeah, candies. The dishwasher soap, it's like a tablet and stuff. So just try really hard to be aware. And I know the more children you have, or with me anyway, uh, I get a little lax with those things, right? Sure. I was gung-ho with my first. I'm baby-proofing everything, totally. like all of it. And so it could kind of create the perfect storm when you're busy yes. and distracted and like whatever. So just know if poisoning is suspected, get on it ASAP. Get them to the hospital. Call 911. Don't hesitate. For Again, sure. it's worth paying the money for the ER visit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Well, hopefully this has been super helpful. Yeah, I know. Some crazy situations, but things to be prepared for. Very much so. And dare I say, you need to save this one. <laughs> because it's funny, as we were talking about doing this episode, I was like, oh, there's a handful of things I really don't know, which yeah. is like, Shocking. Okay. Well, hopefully it was helpful. Let's dive into our hits and misses of the week. What was your hit, Lauren? Yeah, my hit is um, we found a new sitter recently for our upcoming trip. And we just love her. And it was like so awesome. She's going to be an overnight sitter. We're going to be out of town and she's going to be staying with her kids. And there's just nothing quite like finding someone you feel totally comfortable with. I know. And like we've had sitters in the past before and they've been great. But I think, you know, maybe clash of personalities with the kids or, you know, they just, I don't know, they get, it gets boring for them or whatever. I think this is going to be a really good fit and I'm really excited. And they're, she's just, kind of willing and ready to do it all. She's just so obliging and sweet and the kids are excited. And so it's just super comforting. That's such a win. Yes. And you guys, if you haven't yet, go listen to episode 127 where we talk about this, vacationing without kids. Yes. And we talk a little bit about the overnight childcare and kind of how to go about it. And yeah, Lauren's coming up on a vacation without kids. Yes. And so uh, just like a side note about it is something that worked really well is I didn't really know what to pay her. You know, we kind of talked about that and I had something in my mind what I would pay her, but I went ahead and asked her her charge and it was even a better price than what I was going to pay. So Yay. that worked out really well for me. I was just so happy because I mean, I'm happy to pay her going rate and it was even a more affordable option for me. And so I was super thrilled oh about that. Gosh. And so um, that worked really well for me. So I just asked her, do you have a charge a going like a going rate? And, and it worked really well. So if you get in that predicament, I think that was like a good option to do. How smart of you, though, to bring her over, have a trial run. Yes. And just kind of give a tour of the house so she kind of knows. Because she's older. She's married. She's like a newlywed. She's in school. like, And so, I mean, obviously, she's not always available and and not doing this full time. So, you know, we haven't had her over a bunch. So it was great. And she is just a doll. We're so excited. Yes. Go listen to that episode. Yeah, you you guys get that vacation. You need to. (laughs) No, that's great. Okay. Well, my hit of the week is a really quick update. I know I touched on it a little bit ago, but I have to give a quick shout out to my little puppy, to my dog, my Dotson. My kit is doing so well. We got a doggy door. She's doing great. 
And dare I say, we're turning a corner. Oh my gosh, that's huge. I know. She's coming up on her first birthday. Okay. And I have learned now that they're a puppy until they're two. Yeah. Yeah. So we still have another year, but I'm just more in love with her than ever. And Jeremy is like so softening up. And I just love it so much. (laughs) I know Gus is almost two. So, and you saw Gus last night and he's no puppy, but I guess he's a puppy. (laughs) I love Don Gus. I've got to post it. I have the cutest picture I took of Gus. Did you? Oh, I I took a good one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Tell me your miss of the week. Okay. My miss, I have to follow up from last week because some people are probably curious. And here I am talking about a sitter and going out of town. But here's a little update on my passport crisis. Oh my gosh, the ongoing drama. I know, the drama. Guys, I'm still on the edge of my seat if I get to Cancun. So yes, I have a sitter and yes, I have all these things lined up. But who knows, Lauren might be sitting home. (gasps) Um, As of right now... George's passport came yesterday, and we are so happy. He His came, and everything looks great, and the timing was just right, so I'm so grateful. We have um, involved the congressman, and he's reached out to the passport agency and stuff like that, but I don't know if that was his doing, like pushing it along, or if it was just on track. I don't know. He's kind of been hard to obviously communicate with, but he has, and he's hopefully doing his part, and I really, really appreciate it. Me, on the other hand, I don't have an update. I don't have a passport yet. And I don't think I will have a passport, to be honest. I just think that the fact I left the vital part of a renewal out of the application, I I just don't know if they will process it. It says it's in processing. And I was shocked to even see that because I thought it was like a posting not available, not available. So as of this moment, like I shared last week, Monday is the day, judgment day. I'll be driving to Tucson, which is two hours from here, and trying to get an in-person one-day passport that okay so, so when, i'll keep you posted when this episode goes live yes. you're gonna be in tucson it, it, no well no when this pa- episode goes live i will just be coming back from cancun oh my it's all gonna work it's it's gonna be okay good karma if not i'm sending georgie either way i'm like we've paid for it you go enjoy yourself oh my gosh, you're the best. <laughs> i'm like it's done and paid for you just gotta go best Maybe I'll wife you ever there. <laughs> wow you need to keep the sitter then and go find a ho- oh hotel oh my gosh no, could you have, oh. oh my gosh okay well my miss it's not really a miss, but I don't know. I just wanted to, I guess, share a reminder about taking your kids to the dentist. <laughs> okay, yes. Because I, I mean, I don't know. The whole COVID thing, it had been like since 2019 before we had gone. And I finally got them all three in for a dental checkup. And I was proud to say my older two, they did great. They didn't have any, but my Lukey, he had six cavities. Lauren's what? judging me. She's judging me right now. Stop, Lauren. Okay. Luke has six? Yeah. You have not told me that. Depressing. <gasps> He's got oh my, my teeth. Gosh, he has that's my teeth. Crazy. I legit every from childhood, I have had horrible teeth my whole life. Like every single time I go to the dentist, I have massive amount of work to do. I know I drink diet. Don't even don't even go there. Like I hear <laughs> yeah. it from everybody. You drink too much soda. You drink too much sugar. Blah, 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 blah. I get it. Okay. I get it. No, but, yeah. but that has to be genetic. That's like kind of nuts. Major like it's not like you're like a, no. And he freaking just hasn't gone to the dentist, like hardly ever. He's four now. And I think I took him at like 18 months, two years. And then we skipped like a huge portion. COVID was Will's off. We were home eating all the crap. And like, you know what I'm saying. And so, yes, we come out of that appointment, like we're having to do sedation, put him under, do the six cavity fills and all the things. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. Is there anything more depressing than spending a grip of money on on a kid's 
tooth. No, on a baby tooth. That's what I'm saying. That they're going to lose. That they're going to freaking lose. It's, Ew. It is. It's depressing. It's so depressing. And I just want to kick myself. And so now I'm like every night like a Nazi. I'm like, brush your teeth, brush your teeth, oh, brush your I'm teeth. Oh, I'm sorry. I know. Sorry. So whatever. Ugh. Take your kids to the dentist. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes, yes. Keep, or I'm just sharing yes, my, keep up on that. I'm right. sharing my shameful mom experiences no, here it's to all, help it's you sa- all. Safe space. This is a safe space here. Right, Don't worry. Right, right. I hope so. Well, no, this has been fun. How is where does the hour go? Lauren? I know. Where does the time go? Oh my it gosh. It really does. It goes Man. so fast. It's just crazy. Well, thanks for joining us today. We are here every Monday with fresh content and new episodes. So if you liked what you heard, make sure you are subscribed or follow wherever you listen. We're available on every major podcast platform. And again, if you like the show here, please share us. We like we had a girl share us on Instagram today. What was her name? We Molly. gotta shout her out. Molly. Molly. Oh my gosh, Molly. When made our I day. Saw, made our week. It made my week. Okay. I when sh- she shared something on her stories about us and just like feeling like she was sitting with her girlfriend. So genuine. Talking. It was so sweet. You guys, we like just... you don't even know the validation that gives us because we don't get a lot of feedback here. Yes, right, right. <laughs> oh, it's the problem huge. with the podcast world. One anyway, side world here. It yeah, really one-sided. is a one-sided convo. But no, in all seriousness, we so, so appreciate every single listen. We love that you guys are here. And again, if you have any feedback, if you've had the dead body experience. You found that dead body. You tell us. You tell us. Go to Instagram right now. Go find us at the mom voice podcast and you go tell us your story yes i'm dying to hear it no totally. pun intended <laughs> yes uh, you guys i need a true crime podcast i, I know i'm like so you deep. gotta spin into a special series i know i share. should you, mom, we need to have a special series the mom voice does murder yes um don't i'm so deep i could go have you heard of the tylenol murders no <gasps> I've listened to like four different episodes on the Tylenol murders. Guys, if you're a true con- true crime connoisseur, go listen to it. It's so oh my good. gosh, you know them all. And then season three, Dr. Death. No ad. I'm just a fan. Coming soon. So mark your calendars. Okay. okay. Anyway, there you go. We'll be back next Monday. Um, yeah. Come say hi. We'll see you then. All right. Take care of each other. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And one last thing, before you head out to tackle your day, I want to take a quick second and mention some of the resources available on our website. We've put together a reference guide just for you. Head over to themomvoice.com, click shop the show. There you're going to find links to all of the things that we talked about today. Thanks so much for listening. We are seriously so grateful you're here. And make sure to subscribe. We're back every Monday with fresh episodes that you don't want to miss. All right, we'll talk to you soon.